All right, man, we're in week two of acceptance. Uh, Last week, we talked about accepting and thoroughly understanding the things that we cannot change. And uh, overcoming that and knowing that and understanding that gets us out of the realm of frustration, uh, discouragement, anxiety, and all of these things uh, when we go in to try to control the things that uh, cannot be controlled, um, brings us a lot of misery. And so the same is true on this side of the coin, and that is to begin to look at the things you actually can control. Now, we have uh, two equal problems. One is looking at the things that we can't control and trying to control those things, and then forsaking or not paying attention to the things that are within our realm of influence and that are within our jurisdiction, if you will, and neglecting those things. And so both of these uh, mentalities lead to a very frustrating life. And so today we're going to deal with the areas inside of your control. And they are, they are many. And I think it's really important to really uh, discuss this topic to begin to see uh, what is our responsibility, what is inside of our influence and control, and begin to uh, do actions and behaviors uh, that kind of follow that belief. Um, so first of all, what we always talk about is our frame, and that is our family, faith, fitness, and finance. And there is realms of that that are within our control. Now, looking at that, there are also realms outside of our control, okay? So we look inside of our family. Of course, we can't control um, what other people do. I mean, we can influence what other people do. And so that in... Uh, in realms of our family that we can't uh, control in that sense. But as far as being uh, able to influence and being able to control certain things that happen within your household, and that is you are the one who is in authority, you are the one who um, who is the governor of your household, you're the one who decides what takes place inside of your house, and so that is within the realm of your control and your influence. And so within this is, is the idea of there are certain things that are not, not in my control and there are certain things that are. And what I'm going to do is make absolutely sure that I am doing the things that are within my realm of control. And that is inside of the marriage, inside of parenting, inside of family, inside of the household, and all of these different things. Am I going to take the initiative to begin to make deposits and to make investments inside of people? And that's what it really comes down to. Am I willing to, to do? Am I willing to take up my responsibility and to control the things that I can? You see, I can't control my behavior, right? I could control the investments that I make inside of other people. I could control the deposits that I make inside of my uh, spouse, inside of my children, and all of these things. And so it goes uh, within that, though, is to understand that uh, there is our part, and then there, of course, is God's part. So the same thing is true inside of our faith. And that is there are certain areas inside the realm of our control. And that is, you know, our maturity level, uh, the amount of uh, uh, experience with God that we are experiencing. All of these things are within the, the realm of our control. And that is, am I going to feed myself? 
Now, I am the one personally responsible to to get in the Word. I'm the one personally responsible to communicate uh, with God. I am the one who's personally responsible to uh, be open to His sway and His direction and all of these different things. And so within the realm of my control is my spiritual man, is my spiritual life. Now, if my spiritual man is starving, then I it would behoove me to get up and give him some food, <laughs> right? Because I am the one responsible to feed my inner being, to feed my inner man, to feed my soul. And so oftentimes we walk around like starving children, right? And uh, we're crying out for uh, the Father to bless us and to feed us and all of these different things. And and uh, I think he's probably quite baffled and, and, and saying, you know what, that's within your scope. <laughs> that's within your realm. And so if you're feeling dry, you're feeling empty, you're feeling starving, uh, please get up and feed yourself. Take responsibility and begin to feed on something positive um, because the the nutrition of your soul and the maturity of your inner being is your responsibility. This goes to our, our, our also our fitness. Now, there's some things that are outside the realm of our control, such as getting diseases and 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 some things that uh, uh, that are beyond our control. But a lot of things that take place in our life, and I say the majority, is within our realm of influence and in our realm of control. A lot of times, and I say a lot of times because it's not 100%, I'd, I would be a liar if I said 100%. But the negative consequences that are taking place in our body is due to our lack of self-control, our lack of discipline, our lack of, uh, uh, of really uh, taking responsibility for our health. And that's just the, the truth of the matter. It's a little bit hard to hear, but it, 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 it's reality. And lastly, our finances that uh, there are certain things outside of the realms of our control, such as how many clients that we're able to get, uh, because once again, that that uh, 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 signifies another person's decision or choice that we can't control, that we can sway or influence. But uh, uh, when it comes down to it, most of the time, what is going on in our financial life is due to choices or the lack thereof that we have made. And so the sooner that we take responsibility to say, you know what, I'm going to control my financial future. I'm going to get make decisions that put me in a place of safety and security that put me in a position uh, to be able to give and to invest in all of these different things. And so all of these deposits inside of your frame are within your control. Now, what we often do is say, God, I want you to bless my marriage and bless my family, but we're unwilling to make the investment. And we say, God, bless my 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 faith. Like, feel, oh, I just want to be strong. I want to be like Moses or Elijah or, or so, uh, you know, some awesome man of God, or I want to be like this preacher and this, that, and the other thing. Uh, not understanding that we have to rise in our authority and, and take responsibility over that area of our life. And so I could go on and on inside of each area how we want growth, but we we are making petitions and we're making requests, not understanding that it is within our realm and that God's uh, part in this is for the the empowerment, 
for giving you the ability to carry out his will in these areas of our life. And we have to begin to do that. So I want to talk to you uh, about jurisdiction. It's one of my favorite topics. Um, if you've listened to the podcast, you have heard this topic before. Uh, but jurisdiction is the realm of authority. Uh, when we think of jurisdiction, like in courts, there are certain judges that remain over a certain area and realm. And we must understand that we have jurisdiction. And that is there is a realm to which we are to take responsibility over. And that responsibility, of course, is our frame, our family, faith, fitness, and finance. And we have to uh, rise in that authority and begin to to practice jurisdiction and really let it sink down that this is in the realm of my control, that the, the relationships that I have, the investments that I make, the body that I have, the mindset and the belief system, how I'm giving back to the world and all of these different things, they are in the realm of my control. So I could decide to make these deposits and make these investments or not. And the results in my life are, are, are directly correlated to those investments and my willingness to take responsibility and to uh, have jurisdiction. So jurisdiction is to be controlling what's inside of your realm. And that is that you are basically uh, the gatekeeper. Uh, back in the uh, uh, ancient days, in the biblical times, they had a watchman and gatekeepers, and they were in charge of the city of who comes in and out and this, that, and the other thing. But spiritually speaking, as far as your realm and jurisdiction, you are the gatekeeper. You are the gatekeeper of what comes into your house. You are the gatekeeper that comes into your mind, into your heart and your soul. You are the gatekeeper to uh, your finances and to your bank account. And most of all, you're the gatekeeper of what you allow inside your body to come inside your mouth. All of these uh, signify that you are the person responsible at the door. So what comes into your household is what you allow it. What comes into your mind is what you allow it. What comes into your, your, your heart and your belief systems is what you allow. What comes into your mouth and into your body, through your stomach and goes through, you know, every, uh, is what you allow. And what you produce inside of your uh, bank account and what you produce and you, you put into savings and you store away and you invest, these are all, once again, what you cause and what you allow to, to, to take place. So here is the truth that I want you to grasp, that you are in charge of what you allow and what you reject. And so I want to for, uh, thoroughly define these terms here so we can, we can grasp the analogy behind this terminology. But what does it mean to allow something to happen, to let, to let something happen? And to let something happen means you permit it. 
And that means that you have either by your non-action or your action uh, gave uh, verbal approval or or non-verbal approval, but anyway, you permit it to uh, to take place. Think of it like this for a moment: that somebody knocks on uh, uh, your door and they are preaching another gospel, or they they have come they have wanted into your home to do one of your children harm. And since you are the gatekeeper. You can uh, analyze the situation and you could say, you know what, I'm going to permit this or I'm not going to permit this. And here's the reality that we face. Uh, There is somebody knocking on the door to do us harm in every single area of our frame inside of our family, faith, fitness, and finances. There is a messenger or an enemy, uh, if you will, or an opposition or a force or a mindset or a belief system that has come to a, allow entrance into your bank account. Uh, and that's, of course, in the form of the mindset of debt <laughs> or lack and to begin to, you know, suck a, uh, what you have and, and to begin to take it away. And the same thing that happens inside of our marriage with these ideas of lust and pornography. And there's an opposition force that comes and goes, knock, knock. And that's what the Bible meant in Genesis where where it said that uh, sin is is crouching at the door. It's knocking at the door. And its desire is for you, but you must reign over it. And that is there, there is something that is metaphorically knocking at the door of our family, knocking at the door of our faith, knocking at the door of our fitness and our finance in every single holistic thing you can think of is knocking on the door and its desire is for you to overcome you, to destroy you. And the Bible says that you must master it. And what does mastering it mean? It means (laughs) uh, this is not going to happen here. And this is where we begin to rise in our authority and we see things that, that maybe we have allowed inside of our marriage. They don't belong there that we have allowed inside of our relationship and we begin to rise in our authority and say, you know what? This is not allowed to enter my relationship. And then we see things that try to enter inside of our faith and wrong belief systems that lead to a detrimental life and a life of frustration and all of these different things. And we, we see them and recognize them and we say, you know what? That is not going to take place inside of my faith. And I can go on and on and on about, you know, uh, uh, fitness and finances, but you get the point. And the point is, is that you have to rise up in your authority and say, you know what, am I going to permit this? Am I going to allow this to happen or not? The next one is to let means to stop resisting. And that is that you know, inside of um, our family, faith, fitness, and finance, there is an imposing force. And um, it's kind of like the law, right? Of uh, with every action, there's an equal opposite reaction. And so every step forward we try to take, there is an equal opposite reaction to push us back. 
And so what, when we let or allow something to happen, we, we stop resisting the force. And then what begins to happen is this energy comes in and these false uh, mindsets and belief systems come in and, and all of a sudden our marriage is deteriorating. They come in and all of a sudden our faith is falling apart and we don't understand that we have caused and allowed that to happen by what we permit, by what we allow. Moving on, uh, um, to give permission and to give approval of and to. It's kind of like a, a deteriorating force coming in and you giving permission for that to take place. And this is a this is a very harsh reality um, because we we don't really understand and grasp our authority as princes as sons and uh, sons of the king. We don't understand truly what we have to allow or to remit. And that is, you know what, if there's something coming in inside of my marriage that I do not want to take place, that I'm going to stand up and rise in resistance and say that this is not going to take place here. And so having that mindset is beginning to control, begin to rise up in your authority to begin to influence and control the things that are within inside your capabilities that are inside your realm. Last definition here is when you let something happen is you give it the green light. And that is go ahead, free access, legal authority, right? And so we do this so many times in different areas of our life and we give the green light to things that are, are, are consuming, we give the green light to things that are consuming our marriage, consuming our families, consuming, consuming our bodies, consuming our bank accounts, consuming our mindset, our belief system, our spiritual life, and it's just eating away. And we gave the green light for this uh, energy to, to begin to happen. So the only way to stop is, is active stance of resistance. Say, you know what? I'm going to rise in my authority. I'm going to begin to control the things that I can and say, you know what? This is not allowed here. This is not allowed here. This is not allowed in my heart. This is not allowed inside of my home. And so the story goes. So you give it the green light. That means you make it possible. You make it possible to happen. Now we have the authority to let awesome, powerful things happen inside of our lives. And we have the authority to let very detrimental things happen inside of our life. And we are the gatekeeper of those things. There's no way to not reap what you sow. There's no way. God is not mocked. It's an official law. It's set in stone. And the deposits that you make is the investment and the return that you're going to get. And so if you allow negative deposits, then you're going to reap a nasty harvest. And the best way to explain this is the emotional bank account that we have with other people, right? Right. 
We make investments inside of other people, and we build them up, and we encouragement, and we and we uh, we make deposits of love, and it communicates that we're very trustworthy, and we have this positive track record, and everything goes pretty well. But on the flip side, if we're constantly making negative deposits of criticism, of judgment of hate, of prejudice, and all of these things, and we just continue to make these deposits, the emotional bank account goes empty and it's overdrawn and there's nothing left of the relationship. And so it's important that we understand that. So the first scripture I want to jump into is Matthew uh, 5.16. It says this, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And this idea of light is um, really illumination. Uh, it's revelation and it's good works. And, you know, I see that uh, take place in my life when, when God illuminates my mind and gives me understanding uh, and application. I think that is really key um, to what God does. He, he, he opens our understanding, gives us revelation, so we can begin to make application. And so we can begin to make deposits and powerful investments that grow into something uh, grow into something big and great. You know, so as he does that, this leads to um, good works. And that's why he said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. And this uh, correlates to great deposits, you know, inside of these realms of our life. So we can let our light so shine or we can not let our light so shine. And verbiage here is highly important because what I'm talking to you about is letting something happen. Is it allowing it to take place? And here we are told to let, to allow this situation to take place. And the situation is to allow the illumination to come allow and be open to revelation and allow to be open to the manifestation of good works of deposits in these areas. Allow this to take place. And so once again, this is inside the realm of your control. Now you can let this illumination happen and you can begin to manifest these good works if you so choose. If you so rise in your authority and allow it to take place, you could choose to do that. But here's the danger, is that a lot of men, uh, they, they pray, right? Oh, I pray for your light. Oh, I pray uh, that you, that God, that you would allow this to happen. And he's like confused, like, I thought I told you to let it. And we have to understand that the, uh, the, the illumination and the revelation we receive is not God, on God's part. And I want you to understand it this way that uh, a broadcast and a transmitter uh, releases these radio waves and all of these different stuffs into the, um, into the atmosphere. And this is the way God operates, that the transmitter, God's transmitter is not broken. God has transmitted everything that we need. There's absolutely nothing on God's part that needs to take place. What needs to happen is to we need to get our receiver fixed. Now we got some issues, we got some thinking errors, we got we got belief systems that need to be corrected, and we need to dial in our receiver so we get on the save wavelength and so we get into alignment. 
And that needs to happen from our part. And that happens when we rise up in our authority and say, you know what? It is my responsibility to allow or to permit my light to shine. And I'm going to rise in that responsibility. And I'm going to let it shine. And I'm going to demonstrate it through my actions and my behaviors. And I'm going to rise in my authority. I'm going to allow this to take place inside of my life. Here's the reality. If we were waiting on God's part with no alignment of will to our own, everything would already be perfect. Because on earth as it is in heaven... And in heaven, there's no sickness, there's no disease, there's no sorrow, there's no none of these things. And everything is in alignment with his will. Now we live on earth and something far different is taking place. And we need to align ourselves with his will. Because some of his will will not happen unless we align ourselves with that will. And that's why we're told to pray, uh, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So let your light so shine. Another one in Luke uh, 9.44, once again, we are talking about things that are within our realm of control that we should uh, allow and permit them to happen inside of our lives. So the first one was to let our light shine, right? <clears throat> the second one is uh, Luke 9.44. Let these sayings sink down into your ears. Now, you may find that very simplistic, and many people can um, can uh, very easily just skim over that without any further depth. But the reality is, is that we have the ability to allow or to per to permit His words to sink down into our hearts. Allow, let these words sink down into your ears. And it's our responsibility, of course, to get into the Word. And then it's our responsibility, of course, to meditate and to think about a certain topic and just really marinate on it and let it sink in. And then that way it sinks down into a heart belief. We have the ability to do that. And we pray a lot of times, you know, God, you know, uh, I just pray, you know, a lot of men do it before they preach. I pray, uh, you know, your word that you would you would uh, sink it down inside of your people and that, you know, this, that, and the other thing, not understanding that it's actually the people's responsibility. You see, the sower went forth to sow and, and, and the seed dropped in all kinds of different conditions, right? Some by the wayside, some, you know, in the rocks and the thorny ground and all this different stuff. And the sower is, is God and he sows this different seed. Now, the condition of the heart um, signifies or determines the yielded results. And so we are the ones who have the authority and the ability to let it really, really, really sink down so it can germinate and, and so it can grow. And so um, number three is give yourself permission to cast off the works of darkness. Uh, give yourself permission, allow and permit yourself to put on the armor of light. Uh, this is a powerful Powerful scripture. Uh, Romans 13, 12. The night is far spent and the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. 
So in here we have uh, uh, this reality. And I want you to think about this. Answer this question in your mind because this is where we're going. Uh, who has the power to cast off the works of darkness? I'll just let that sink in for a minute. Now, we know and understand it's because of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. We know and understand that. But from our part is rising in our authority and saying, you know what? Let us, let us, allow us, let us rise in our authority and let us put off the works of darkness. Now, to cast off literally means to lay something aside or in better terms to put something down. And so uh, follow me for a moment. If you're watching this, you're seeing the movements that I'm making. If you're listening, I'm going to relate. So I'm holding a pin. And it's kind of funny because it's a, it's a black pin. So this represents the darkness right here. Uh, and it's come to me and it's inside of my hand. That means that uh, uh, it's inside of my realm and it's inside of my jurisdiction. And so I can make, I can rise up in my authority and I could decide that, you know what? I don't, um, I don't really like this darkness. Me and this darkness, we're not cool. And since this darkness is in my hand, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and lay it down. And so if you're listening, I just drop the pin. And so this is the, this is the reality and the analogy that, that, that God has given us here. That the things that are within our realm of control can be just like this darkness and that we can, what? Lay it aside and we can put it down. And what is that darkness? The darkness, you know, it, uh, it comes from a Greek word obscurity, but it, it comes from the secret in the hidden things that we put into the dark and that we conceal and we cover them up. And it's the secrets, right? And so here we have all the things that we are trying to conceal, all the things that we are trying to cover and living in this lie living in this obscurity. And we can decide, you know what? I am going to put that life down. I'm going to begin to be a person of truth. I'm going to begin to walk out of the obscurity and I'm going to stop covering and hiding. I'm going to lay it aside. And so with this idea of putting off comes the same idea of putting on. So who has the power and the authority to put on the armor of light? You do. You allow or permit it to take place. And it starts first with the conscious choice is saying, you know what? I don't like this darkness. I'm going to lay it aside. And I am under the mindset and the belief system that I understand that this darkness is very detrimental to me and it's not well for my holistic living. It's not going to work out well for me. And so I'm going to decide to lay that down. But I look at this armor of light and I'm going to decide that I'm going to put that on. So once again, who has the power to put on this armor of light? You do. You allow or permit this to take place by your choices and by your decisions and by rising and standing inside of your authority. So put on. This word uh, comes from the Greek word to endue. It's what the word uh, 
when it's said to be endued with power from on high and is to be literally to be clothed with. And so here we have the idea of putting something off. And that's kind of like uh, if you need a visual, like putting something on. I'm looking for my hat around here or something. Putting a hat on and taking a hat off. And so with the darkness, we decide, you know what? I'm not being clothed with that. That is not, that is not me. Um, and so I'm going to rise in my authority and I'm going to put on the armor of light. And I find this, you know, a very powerful reality because I see it take place in my life. Little by little, I start to disrobe this evil. And that is I begin to recognize belief system and mindsets and heart conditions, all these different things that are detrimental to my growth and development. And I decide that I'm going to lay these aside and they're not beneficial for me. And I take it off. And then I put something on in its place. And here we have the idea of, of a very positive habit uh, reformation is that we don't take something off without putting something on. You see here that we put off the wor uh, works of darkness and in its place we put on the armor of light. And so I find this to be a very uh, way that we have failed in many times because what we constantly do is sit here in a struggle of, of, of taking off the darkness and we just focus on the darkness. We live in the darkness and we, uh, we decide to be friends with our darkness and all these different things that we don't understand that it's meant to, the darkness is meant to be taken off. And in its place, a very positive uh, experience of putting on the light. Moving on. So uh, he says, uh, number four, bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking. Uh, this is in Ephesians uh, 4.31. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you. And so he, here he lists five things that are very detrimental to our spiritual life. And they're very detrimental to our recovery. Uh, if you want to destroy your recovery, just go and throw in some bitterness in there, right? <laughs> and all of a sudden you're going to be angry. And you're going to be stewing and you're going to have uh, uh, wrath, and you're going to lash out in anger, and there's going to be evil speaking and all these things. It just progresses, and it, it consumes your life. And so we can allow this progression to take place, or we cannot allow it. And it's up to us whether we're going to permit or to allow this to happen. Uh, are we going to put this away? Are we going to set these things down or are we going to pick these things up? Think of uh, addiction and mindset and detrimental beliefs always as picking up. And it's not a, a, a strange thing to why, why they, they call it picking up. I picked up again, right? And so what it is is that we are making a decision to, to place it you know, inside of our hand and we are taking it into ourselves and we are allowing and permitting it to take place. That's what happens when you consume something. You put it inside your mouth. You make a conscious decision. I'm going to put it inside my mouth. And I'm going to allow it to come inside of me. And allow this whole situation and, and the feelings and everything 
um, thereafter to take place. And so we decided to do that. Uh, number five, this is my personal favorite. Allow yourself to walk in the spirit. Galatians 5.25. If we live in the spirit, let us, let us also walk in the spirit. Now, the, the spiritual life that we have, and that is one of communion and, and listening uh, to the Spirit of God and responding and, and, and just really this, uh, this connection, uh, this all takes place because we allow it to happen. For a relationship to even begin to happen, uh, it can't be by force, coercion, or manipulation. And then that means that, you know, in no way does this relationship involve control. Like God has no um, agenda to control you. Any relationship you say, you know what, uh, an abuser, what do they want? They want control. They want to manipulate you. They want to control your decision-making process. And none of this uh, codependent, nasty things uh, come from our Father. Now, that we have this mindset because of religion or, or because of the sick, abusive relationships that we've been involved in ourselves. I mean, we don't understand that God doesn't operate on that fashion and that this intimacy and connection has nothing to do with control. It has to do with the interplay of give and take and a relationship and allowing ourselves to be wooed, allowing ourselves to be swayed and influenced by His Spirit. Does God want to influence our choices? Absolutely. He does that through, uh, I'm trying to influence your decision and your mindset right now so you can accept what is working for me. And I'm doing this, you know, by the Spirit of God. And so knowing and understanding the, the sway and influence that God wants to influence our thought um, to get the kind of results that He wants us to get. And that's the bottom line. So number six, <clears throat> allow the mind of Christ, Philippians 2, 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Jesus Christ. So once again, I'm going to sum this up here. That uh, we have a couple more, but I'll, I'll breeze through them. That uh, we have a choice to permit or to allow these things to take place. And most men uh, put this responsibility on God and begin to pray for these things. And they pray, you know, God, I pray that you would banish this darkness. God, I pray that you would allow your light to shine. God, I pray that you would allow your words to sink in. And all of these different things that I'm talking to you about, when it's the responsibility of man. So if we were to pray more uh, effectively, it would be, God, I pray that you you would uh, influence their will and that they would allow this to take place inside of their lives. No matter how hard even God wants something to take place, if they refuse to allow it, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. God would violate the very uh, words that he created this world with if he began to override the will of man and to force him into compliance, into obedience. Just doesn't happen. All right, so I'm going to breeze through this. We can allow the mind of Christ to come in, or we can not. And the decision is totally up to us. Uh, the last two is um, to lay aside the weights and the sins. Uh, the writer of Hebrews says, Wherefore, seeing we have compassed with such a great cloud of witnesses, let us, 
Let us lay aside every weight. Let us. And that is that we have the authority to allow or to permit the weight. If you got too much on your plate, whose plate is it? If you got too much weighing on you, why are you allowing it to happen? And so it's this really is a message that removes us from all victimhood. Because we are by our choice and by our decision and by our alignment to certain things that we are causing or allowing these negative things to take place. And the same is true if that we want this positive, we want this powerful things to begin to take place. We begin to let or allow those things to happen. So are we going to lay aside the weights or are we going to take it up? And the choice is ours. Lastly, number eight, Colossians 3.15, let the peace of God rule in your heart. I like the way the uh, another translation puts it. It says, let the peace of God rule as an empire in your heart. And that is, once again, we can allow and permit the peace of God to begin to rule our heart. Or we can allow our hearts to be governed and influenced by fear and anxiety. But know that the choice is always yours. Are you going to rise up in your authority and allow and permit these detrimental things to take place in your life? Are you going to, or are you going to rise in your authority and begin to be influenced and swayed by the Spirit of God and say, you know what? Not here. Not here. If you get anything from this week, say, not here. Not in my marriage. Not in my mindset. Not in my bank account. Not in my body. And once we get that, that passionate uh, protest and resistance to evil, uh, we are on to the life, uh, the abundant life that, that we're talking about here. All right, brothers, I'll see you next week. Peace.